All right, so hard to believe it, but we are already on episode two of Grace Unfolding. This is a podcast of Grace Presbyterian Church on the South Shore, and um, your co-hosts are here again, Jonathan Buckley and myself, Troy Albee. On this episode, we're going to, now that we're already uh, you know, a week or so in, we're going to uh, collect some feedback. We've already had some folks write in. We are going to talk about money and generosity and giving, uh, some, some Q&A surrounding uh, those, those subjects. I guess we decided we would just go ahead and go after something a little bit controversial and, uh, and a touchy subject. <laughs> John, what do you think? Yeah, I think that you know, we might as well go for it. Yeah, as, as Troy mentioned, we had some feedback. Some of it's uh, a little hard-hitting. and um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, we had a, let's see, we had a listener. Named- we, have, we did invite people to write in. Info at gracehousesore.org. So let us know that feedback. It's a good plug there. Um, so we had somebody write in from Hanover. It looks like Jason W. Honestly, you all need a consultant. This show is struggling right out of the gates. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, maybe maybe he should come in and help us. He could he could maybe know somebody that's a consultant or something. Um, a listener from Middleborough, um, Vivian Grace P. I don't know if that's an alias or not, but um, our family was gathered together to listen. And that, let me tell you, is a big group of people. Sadly, we're disappointed. Yeah, that's a oh, tough one. Oh, I think man. I don't know if they uh, gathered. Maybe their maybe their maybe their maybe their expectations were high. Where were they gathered? I mean, I'm not, in I'm not a big mall. Of a group that is. Maybe yeah, a mall. Maybe a big auditorium. Or maybe something. the acoustics were off wherever they were maybe because they have to. It. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we appreciate the feedback that even even the tough stuff from Vivian Grace. Um, we have a listener from another one from Hanover. Um, the co-host with a wicked southern accent talks too fast and needs improvement. Uh, oh yeah, who is that? Who, is, um, tell their name. Kim N from Hanover, I guess. Maybe. Kim, maybe Kim, maybe Kim's you know a Boston native, and it's just it's hard. To, I, I I don't know. I yeah, the I've wicked been here for part like a, is kind of giving it away there. I know. I know. I've been here for a dozen years. I've been trying to work on the accent, but it it just it, you can, I think I, I'm, from my understanding, you can slow down the speed a little bit on the podcast to make it maybe 0.5. Oh, maybe so. I I don't know. I, I I've been accused of talking too fast for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and jump into. Uh, the crux of what we wanted to discuss today concerning the topic of, of generosity and uh, resources, money, uh, giving. I don't know about you, John. Last week, it was Monday and Tuesday. It was all about, it seemed like, every email, every other email I got, dozens of them, hashtag Giving Tuesday. Uh, folks asking, did you? maybe our listeners had that same experience where they got a lot of these requests. How about you, John? Yeah, I definitely got several of them. I think anyone I've given my email to somehow, one way or another, asked me for money uh, last Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from different uh, ministries, different institutions, uh, schools, it, it seemed like a, a ton that just came flood, flooding in. And I, I have to admit, I got a little bit, I don't know, I felt somewhat cynical or, or jaded. Why are they being presumptuous that everyone's supposed to give? That was kind of the angle that I began the day with as they started flooding in. Do you still feel that way? or You know, not so much because... I started to try to look at it through a different lens and angle, partly because, um, yeah, I mean, this is this is what Christians should be doing. And, and I do think that um, there's this call, this invitation. I mean, we as Americans uh, do give quite a bit. And Christians within America uh, do have, you know, a, a history of being very, very generous. I think that's a good thing. After all, Jesus did say in Luke 12, uh, from everyone who is given much, much will be expected. Um, so there's that there, there's that principle that Jesus is trying to to dial into. So I don't know. I, I feel a little bit better about it. And as some folks might recall, 
there was a, a quote that I used from Elizabeth Elliot mm-hmm. in, um, in the sermon. I don't know if you recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that in there, Elizabeth Elliot gave you know, a, a short story uh, from the old world of a, of, a, of a person who was a beggar who had collected these copper coins and had a small pouch with 20 or 30 in the pouch. And uh, the king of the land rides along and sees this beggar on the side of the road. And it, the king says, will you please give me all your money? Uh, and lo and behold, the beggar reaches down and uh, grabs two coins, and uh, the king then, in return, gives him the beggar two diamonds, mm-hmm. and then rides off. I mean, you know, I, I asked the question. Maybe I'll ask you now, John. You know, what do you think the beggar was saying to himself? Oh no! Why didn't I give more? Yeah. Why, 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 why didn't I, I give more? Um, I, you know, I got lots and lots of thoughts on on giving. Um, I don't feel like I've got a good segue here. All right, so why don't I segue us into um, perfect? M- maybe my experience with with giving and 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 uh, contributing to my local church, that kind of thing. So, I mean, last week I kind of outed myself as a as a former drug addict. Maybe this week, <laughs> may, maybe uh, this week I'll out myself a little bit on the financial side of things. So yeah, I I, I mean, I, every so often I become pretty convicted. Um, of of my lack of giving and, and, and even in relation to this local church and uh even the appreciation that I love for ha- that I have for this church I'm I'm still not giving. And so with that said, I think I I um at, we were doing a prayer meeting last week and I reached out to you. I said you want to stay after this prayer meeting because I wanted to talk to you about giving and you hear so much about you hear so much about, you know, why people give and and some people feel manipulated into giving and I told you I want to start contributing and you kind of impressed me on some of the motivations and where mm. my heart was at. And um, so it it wasn't you know he wanted to make sure essentially that I was giving for the right reasons and that my that that I wasn't just giving out of you know um, what's the word like necessity or, or something fear. Or, or fear or, or manipulation or, or something like that so that was really impactful and I and since then I've been convicted uh, on that point so why don't you kind of for my sake and and for people that are listening for their sake as well why don't you give us some of your thoughts and how you've experienced mm-hmm. giving in, in in your own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I appreciate that opportunity. I would say a number of things. You know, one of the reasons that I want people to think about motivation is because the scriptures is so clear on not letting even so much as your left hand know what your right hand is doing when it comes to giving. Um, I don't know the amount that people give to our church, nor do I want to. Um, but I want people to think about this, and I want to think about it at a heart level um, because you know what comes as as the root of our being. Uh, the seat of our person in our heart, um, you know, God talks about wanting a cheerful giver, you know, not, not just a generous giver. Obviously, there are people that give for, you know, the wrong reasons, for the sake of recognition or self-righteousness, or there are times when people, and I'm not saying that I'm immune to it. There have been times that I know that I've given, <laughs> I mean, maybe you can identify that you've given for the wrong reasons. Um, maybe you thought you were, you know, negotiating with God, or you were trying to curry some kind of favor or blessing by giving or helping someone or giving to a church or a ministry. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I, you know, you don't want that. And and I, you know, have been blessed to have great examples and role models. I've had, you know, wonderful people in my life that have um, set forth, like our parents, uh, Krista's parents and my parents, um, how to handle money. It, probably the best, one of the best places that I have intersected good, you know, clear teaching on giving is through uh, a book, uh, an author named Randy Alcorn. It's a book called The Treasure Principle. Mm. 
really out of the gates, the first uh, principle of the treasure principle he talks about in there is the fact that um, God owns everything. <laughs> and, and, and 100%, God owns everything, mm-hmm. and I am just a manager. I'm a steward of those resources. And that's more than just money. That's really my time, you know, my abilities, my talents, and, yeah, my treasures, the, the, the financial resources that God um, has given to me and to my, my wife to be managers of. So that often, you know, is going on, you know, kind of in the back of my head that it's all God's. What does God want to do? How does God want to deploy uh, these resources that he's given me? How am I supposed to invest? How am I supposed to save? How am I supposed to to, to give? And, and frankly, this was part of what was modeled, and Chris and I really didn't have to have some big... Um, negotiation um, or uh, discussion uh, really early on in the course of our experience as a married couple we just set out that our first check we, as soon as we got our paycheck our first check was going to be uh, to the local church mm-hmm. to giving mm. yeah I like that perspective that I've, I've read the treasure principle a little bit myself and the idea that that we're I guess just stewards and managing managing God's money yeah. It's not our money. Yeah, yeah, it's not. And and it's more blessed, Jesus says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And, you know, do I really genuinely believe that? And the only way to know is if you test it out. And, and for Krista and I, you know, early on, we knew that we loved and, and prioritized the local church as God's primary vehicle to provide, um, you know, gospel witness and a place of worship and a place of you know, we give to other, Chris and I give to other ministries and, and campus groups and missionaries that we care about uh, overseas. And we view that as, you know, a kingdom investment. And and I've never, ever missed a single dollar that I ever gave away, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I, don't, I never regret having been... Uh, generous and uh, and so it's been it's been in a lot of ways it's been liberating it's been freeing I'm almost embarrassed to say that last week during that whole <laughs> you know Giving Tuesday that I felt I felt and found myself kind of being um, cynical and a little bit jaded about it um, but that's you know God revealing things going on in my own heart in my own you know thinking and life so you know with Chris and I we have just like I said we we just give you know our first check and God is, continues to provide we don't wait till the end of the month to see what we have left over. Uh, we take steps to intentionally give. I mentioned this in uh, the Discover Grace class for those who do go through the process of you know discerning uh, joining our local church. That you know we we do give uh, you know ten percent of our of our income to the local church, um, and we haven't missed a single bit of that. And one of the cool things, and this goes back to the treasure principle, is you just can't. It's almost as if there's a boomerang effect at times that we have seen. And I don't mean this in kind of health and wealth, prosperity, gospel kind of way. Right. Right. (laughs) We don't want to go that direction. But we also don't want to say, hey, but God can't, you know, God can surprise. God can bless you in ways that you didn't expect when you take those acts of, of obedience and steps of faith to give. Because there have been times, honestly, John, I can think of stories uh, of how God's, you know, just provided, you know, for us. Yeah, I think that actually reminds me of a a little bit of a thing that I went through recently. Uh, You mentioned the boomerang effect, obviously, but and we don't believe it's a health and wellness. You know, you give and then God just boomerangs it back. But but the point is, I had this situation recently with my uh, with my job where I was 
I wanted, due to my past, um, you know, drugs and criminal stuff, yeah. I I wanted to lie on my on my uh, on my application and, and mention the fact that I was interesting. Yeah, so I and I, I walked. You helped me walk through this, and and um, and the and so I ended up telling the truth, and and uh, and um, in in many ways, God God surprised me and, and 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 gave me the job. So yeah, I mean, it was it was a mercy that God knew you were going to take an act of, of of faith, a step of faith to obey your. Yeah, conscience. And I, tr- I truly could have avoided some really tough discussions and 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 things about my past by lying. Yeah. Yeah. But this is God kind of honoring that. And it's his, his way of mercifully showing you um, that he's got he's got your future. Like he, he knows your needs uh, and he knows he knows your past. He knows your future. He knows what your needs are. And he has every intention and ability to to meet those and to provide. And I think Chris and I can see that many times over um, from various seasons and stages when we really were struggling financially and we still continue to, to contribute, to, to give uh, to the local church. And God provided. Going back to the boomerang effect, I can think of stories and times and instances where we, you know, we responded to a need. We had a friend in the church or, a, you know, a missionary overseas that needed something. We found out about it. We decided to write a check. You know, you know, let's say it's something to the tune of, you know, $600. And, and, and I don't even remember the exact amount. There's been times when it's been more or less than that, but I've, I can think of times that we we stepped out and said we'd like to give to this because it and when we don't even want recognition um, we we're, we're completely content with that but then literally the next week we would get like a, a refund check because of an overpayment on you know some insurance thing or my my you know something with the mortgage company says that your escrow amount or whatever it, it's almost like the, the exact amount just comes back to me mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and I just think that's that's anecdotal that's subjective yeah but I do see principles in scripture um, where you know God does bless those. Uh, who give and and if, if, even if for anything just that personal um, you know joy and contentment and satisfaction that gets cultivated inside of us um, when we're thinking about um, giving as a as a priority and generosity as a as a as a spiritual you know practice. I mean, I know that I can think of many examples, many stories uh, in our own experience as a married couple and experiences in the life of our, our local church. Yeah, well, I don't. Um, why don't you tell us one of those stories if you can? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a story. This might be familiar to some folks because I did this when we were uh, doing those little videos during um, COVID. But we had a check, a large check that came into the church, and we we didn't rec- it came to our mailbox. We didn't recognize uh, the name. There were a couple down in Florida, and so we we inquired, thinking, assuming that it was intended for someone else, and maybe it was someone else in the Christ the King our church planting network. And come to find out, it wasn't tied to anyone. So I wrote them, nevertheless. I wanted to uh, extend appreciation. So I wrote them uh, a note. I sent them uh, a personal letter to thank them for contributing to our church. I said, I don't know what your tie is. I don't, you know, I, I don't know how you found out about us, but, you know, here, here's a little bit of who we are, and we're deeply grateful for your investment in kingdom ministry. Well, they, they wrote me an email back. And, uh, and and maybe this is how we can close today. I'll, I'll just uh, wrap up with um, this story, yep. uh, this email. Yeah, they write, we were delighted to receive your note in the mail addressing our donation to the church. 
Um, and then they go on to say they're a family in uh, in Florida who loves the gospel and church plants, especially in hard or dry areas. Uh, she writes, I'm sure you are curious as to our connection to the church and the reason we sent a donation. Uh, it's a pretty good story. The short story is, though, that God must really love what you guys are doing up there, and he knew you needed to be seen and poured into. We really believe this is true. He wants you to know a fresh revelation of his personal and tender love. Um, She says, and I hope that when you hear the rest of the story, you'll know just how huge his love uh, is for you. And in the course of the email, she describes how they were literally online uh, through this particular giving portal uh, in in some of their investments. They're a young couple, a younger couple with, you know, children, I think probably, you know, our our age, uh, our, our children's age. And she was, you know, clicking on this ministry they had heard about in South America uh, through some trusted friends that helps minister to Christ-centered, godly ministry that is ministering to to women coming out of prostitution. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Shores of Grace. So instead of seeing that, they saw Grace South Shore and then clicked on that and sent the check off uh, up to us. And the check was, was no small amount. Mm. It was, you know, $7,500, I think, if I remember correctly. Anyway, um, they had no idea. They didn't even know that it had happened until they got our letter. And she goes on to write, Our reaction was strangely full of joy and laughter. We both agreed that even if this was some silly clerical error on our part, we know that God intends it for His glory and for your church's uh, your church community is good. We checked out your website. We loved all the good stuff about your church. Uh, I, she writes, I bet there aren't many PCA churches up there, which she knows about our denomination somehow. Um, but the real story is, in the end, God was giving you an unexpected surprise in your church. If we ever get up to the Boston area, you can be sure that we'll make a special trip over to Grace South Shore and say hello. And then they offer the same if we're ever down that way. In the end, they write, P.S., don't worry, Shores of Grace will still get their donation as well. That, that hits my heart right there. It's, man. it's pretty remarkable. I mean, those are people that are genuinely kingdom-minded. Yeah. They're experiencing joy, uh, freedom. They're not anxious, you know. They're 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 generous. Uh, they're 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 geared that way. It's a beautiful story. I hope that uh, that others found that uh, the same. Well, that wraps up uh, this episode. Uh, just a reminder: this is uh, grace unfolding, where we're unfolding the riches of God's grace for the good of God's people. And uh, we do hope that you'll subscribe. And 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 what about the feedback, John? How can they how can they write in? Info. You you know it better than I. Info at gracesouthshore.org. And, uh, and give us some, some honest uh, feedback. We really appreciate it. Uh, God bless and uh, have a great day.